Welcome back to Absolute Medical. This is your host, Priyash. And this is Sandra. And on today's episode, we have our very own classmate, Iman. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much, Sandra and Priyash, for having me on your show today. Thank you. We're excited to have you. Yes, thank you for taking your time to be here today. So, Iman, tell us about yourself. Where did you go to school? Where are you from? So I, uh, my name is Iman, and um, I am going to be in my fourth semester of medical school at St. James. Um, I'm from Canada, from Ontario, and I have an undergrad in medical lab science, which is kind of what Sandra studied, but in the U.S. Um, for the most part, it's pretty much the same. If you've heard the previous episode, Sandra tells you a little bit of what she does. Um, MedLab in Canada just has one extra branch. Um, usually it's hematology, chemistry, microbiology, blood transfusion. And in Canada, we have histopathology as the fifth branch. So it's a very intense four-year program where we learn all that stuff. And then when you graduate, you can work in any of those labs. And um, I've actually worked in hematology, chemistry. They usually call that the core lab in hospitals. But in the last three years, I've been working in uh, blood transfusion. They call us blood bankers. Um, we, I work at Children's Hospital of Michigan and we um, like provide all the blood necessary for patients. Um, and, and we like do all the testing behind it. So yeah, that's, um, it's really, really interesting uh, field to go into. And um, I honestly am so glad I did that before doing medical school because it's like it gave me like really good foundation and background information before I started med medical school that's been helping me out a lot. So as someone who's also uh, was a former med tech, do you think it helped you in histology class? Um, yes, honestly, especially because in Canada we do that fifth, uh, the fifth subject of histopathology. Um, mm -hmm. it, it did help a lot, honestly, even even if it was just like familiarizing yourself with the words and the concepts and like, you know, when they when um, the prof would talk about like sectioning tissue and, and things like that, like you've been in the lab, you've seen it with your own eyes. So it kind of puts everything in your head together. And it's awesome because it helps you understand it better. Just one follow up question. Do you think it's the same, though? Um as being in lecture or no so for me like i thought it was actually not it was different because i feel like histo class was all book concept but working in the lab it's hands-on so do you feel do you feel the same way or no yeah absolutely um what we learned like in med lab um was mostly like technical uh con mm -hmm. like technical things and then uh, in medical school, it was mostly like, like you said, like concepts and theories and like the sodium potassium pump and all the, that stuff. So in a way it helped because like when things were talked about in a technical sense, like you understood what the prof was talking about, but it was learning everything like brand new. It was just, it was just easy to kind of remember some words that, you know, were are used in both, both uh, fields. Correct. It's a good refresher too. Exactly. I am so glad I have you two to help me through this stuff. <laughs> like, with med being those, you know, having the job that y'all had, that actually helped. Especially Sandra, you know, she helped me through this a lot too. Yeah, I'm so glad Histo's over though. Oh, absolutely. So, Emad, 
before we jump into your St. James journey, before you started, I just have to ask, how is how are you feeling going into your fourth semester at St. James? Honestly, it's so surreal. Like, I can't believe that a whole year has passed. It's flying by. In the middle of it, it seems like it's dragging and it's terrible. But now that I'm done my third semester, it feels like it like it feels like I just started. It's crazy how fast it's going. But you know what they say when you're having fun, things time flies. So um, I'm really nervous going in because things are starting to get serious. Real. Like, yeah, like my USM <laughs> step one is literally, you know, I can start writing it next April, which is less than a year away. So I really, um, you know, I'm trying to get myself motivated and uh, like in the mindset of, you know, this is the real deal. I'm going to start studying for the USMLE. I'm going to stay on top of my studies. Like it's it's getting serious. So <laughs> I'm, I'm excited and nervous. It's definitely getting serious. Uh, we uh, we were just talking about it the other day, me and Sandra. Like, is it really a third semester? I know. Isn't it flying by? It's flying by. But you're almost done. Like, can you imagine that? Like, you're literally almost done. You're halfway there. Halfway there. Halfway there. I yes. know. I'm really excited. And then I just wanted to share something. I'm pretty sure, like, it's all over. You know, I've seen it on Instagram, but it's just nice to remember it like because you know I'm a mature student I didn't come straight from an undergrad but um you know before starting medical school I was always like oh my god four years by the time I'm done I'm gonna be this age blah 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 but then especially now that I'm like looking back time is gonna pass no matter what so and you're gonna age no matter what so it's just amazing to be doing something you love and you're working towards something and i would encourage anyone with any goal or dream it doesn't have to be medical school anything i mean if time is your only like problem like oh i don't want to start it because you know it's gonna be this much x amount of time go for it it's worth it and it's amazing i think that's a great piece of advice for everyone out there listening right now it's never too yeah. late never, never. Too late. And a lot of my classmates, you know, are so encouraging and motivating because, you know, um, at, in St. James, we have people from all walks of life and all ages. And it's so beautiful to see everyone working towards their goals at St. James. And it just encourages you more because, you know, like I have some classmates that are older than me and it's so beautiful to see them pursuing their dreams and it encourages mm -hmm. you as well. That's correct. Yep. So now that we're here, why tell us, begin with us telling us like where you started with St. James, like how it all began, like from your first, before you started, like through the applying, like what made you go to St. James Absolutely. to where you're at now? Um, so I did my undergrad in med lab science because I always knew that like my end game is going to be medical school. And I didn't want to do, you know, your run of the mill, like biochem, biochemistry undergrad, because it wasn't really interesting to me. I really wanted to have a job after I graduated that would put me closer to my dream. So that's why I chose med lab. And then once I graduated, I started working right away. I actually got hired from my internship. And at, going six months into my job, I was like, okay, I'm motivated. Like I got to see the background of the hospital through the lab and how everything works. And I started working on my applications for medical schools. Like I said, I'm from Canada. So I um, 
And in Canada, it's a little bit different than the States, but the application process is a little bit more difficult here. So, but anyways, I tried my best and I applied. And unfortunately the first year I did not get accepted. I applied, I think to four medical schools. I did not get accepted. It's a little discouraged, but it didn't stop. Next year, next cycle, I applied again um, to the same universities because they were mostly like what they accepted uh, ba like based on what they accepted and I got rejected from three and waitlisted which really gave me hope because I was like yes waitlist hopefully someone drops out and I can get it and unfortunately nobody dropped out um, and then I was kind of getting like really sad and uh, like I really wanted to do it but it was it seemed like I had no option so I applied for the third time hoping third time is a charm and again I got waitlisted and I didn't get in so um, I started seeing what my other options were and I met a student sorry a doctor that had went to St. James um, like a while ago uh, I think within like the last 10 years and I met them at the hospital actually they were one of the doctors I was communicating with while I was working and it so happened that it came up and they told me yeah they went so I looked into it and it was honestly like the the light at the end of the tunnel that I've been waiting for so um, I met all the requirements they had and I applied and I actually had applied um, for like two semesters after the semester I actually started in and uh, once it started getting closer to the date I was like you know what I'm ready to start now why put it off even longer so I asked them if I can you know start a little bit in advance and I started last September and I am so thankful and so happy for every decision I've made that led me to this point because it's been so blessed in every way despite COVID despite all the obstacles that we're facing I'm learning so much and I'm so happy I ended up in St. James and I honestly love the opportunity that St. James provides for us motivated students that want to be you know life-changing doctors it's, you know it's different how everybody comes from different backstories of how they end up going into med school you know it's like you would think you know everybody like me personally i personally wanted to go like time was one of those things like dang like will i you know will it be too late for me because it like there's a lot of people that actually go through rejections, which is fine. Like I actually learned that it is very okay to be rejected from med school. It makes you stronger. Yeah. Honestly, it does. <laughs> like if you keep trying and keep doing it, you, you just gotta work for it if you want it bad enough. Yeah, and in a way it kind of filters out the people that, you know, aren't as serious or, because medicine and being a doctor is, a a huge thing like it's not easy and if you're willing to give up at the first or second sight of you know something bad I mean that's good it's a good uh, filtration process I guess and what doesn't kill you makes you stronger so <laughs> I like that saying Amen. I want I would like if you can talk about how you can manage your time because um in your schoolwork and studies because I know that you do still work in the lab um, as being a full-time student. You are also SGA president. You are a tutor. Um, can you talk more about how you managed your time and if you can talk more about what you were involved in? So, um, you're right. So I am SGA president. Thankfully, I got elected last semester and I'm so happy to have that role and be able to help as much as possible 
of the student body. And I do work. Um, I used to be full-time, but when I started school, I dropped down to part-time and I only work weekends. Um, I either work like the morning shift, which is like six to three, or the evening shift, which is like two to 11. And then sometimes it gets crazy and I have to stay over. But um, overall, uh, and I did tutor last semester too. Honestly, my work kind of like is like what keeps me organized. Cause when I know that I have to work on the weekend, I am so good during the week with my time and organizational skills because I know it's like I have to work like there's no doubt about it so I take advantage of every minute in the day like I wake up early and I study after class and I you know use my time wise the days that I book work off thinking that you know I have an exam coming up I have to study so I like take a weekend off it's a like a terrible idea because then I'm like, oh, I'll just do it on the weekend. Oh, I'll just do it on the weekend. And it all piles up for the weekend. So um, I really owe it to my job. Like, even though, you know, it's a, it's a kind of like um, a paradox that like, yeah, it, it's taking up my time, but it helps me keep my time organized during the week. And then at work itself, um, I've learned so much just at work and it's crazy like after I started medical school and then I would go back to work and I would see like medical abbreviations that before I would just gloss over it's amazing to have that background knowledge I'm just going to give a quick example that hopefully people will take like no matter where they are in life what and whatever they're doing I feel like they should always take the advantage to learn whatever it is it doesn't even have to be medicine so before uh, medical school we used to get um, at the end of our shift, like I work day shift, we used to get like a paper, I mean, a printout from the OR for the next day's OR, like all the procedures that are going to happen. And our role as blood bankers, we had to go through it and make sure any, any surgery that requires blood, that we have enough blood ready for it. Mm-hmm. You've done that before, Sandra, right? Yes. Yes, we do do that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I would read the procedures. A lot of them would be like medical abbreviations. And like, you know, when I first started working there, they they just gave me like, for example, PDA, make sure they have two units of blood for them. So I didn't really know what any of that stuff is. I just had like the letters memorized and what they needed. And then after I started medical school and we learned those things, and then I had to like, during the break, go back and do that again. I'm like, oh my God, if only I had taken the time before I even started medical school to look up what these abbreviations were and like, even read about it it would have helped me so much during medical school because yeah you know like patent ductus arteriosus and like that's amazing I was doing it for the last three years and I didn't even know what it was so I kind of like in those instances regret not you know taking the time before like even though I was trying to get medical school I, I wish that I actually like dug more into my work but I mean everything happens for a reason and you do learn things the hard way but yeah my advice is like no matter where you are like always take advantage of the situation you're in and try to learn as much from it because guaranteed you'll learn something from it and that will help you in the future yeah and it might it might take less time like having to study a certain subject too in med school you know right that's absolutely great like i actually understand from a point of view where you're coming from you like you know what sandra does too actually because we you know, our first semester, even now, like I still work during the semester and it actually just like keep helps you keep track of time, like you said, like, cause you know, if you gotta do this here, then you're like, okay, I need to get this done beforehand or, you know, anything be- just to make sure you're not like lagging behind. 
Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> so yeah, that honestly, I feel like the job is what's keeping me, you know, in a balanced position. But sometimes I'm like, it's too much too. But it, it you just gotta be focused at points. Yeah, sometimes it's like if I didn't have work, I'd have all this extra time. See, I gotta give you credit because I had to quit my job like around December because I just couldn't do it. So, Iman, what advice would you like to give to incoming students? That's a really good question. Um, hmm. I'll, I'll, what I'll say is what I wish someone told me when I first started. So, first of all, don't be discouraged. Keep pushing forward. Sometimes it will feel like, you know, it's never going to happen or this, it's too hard or whatever negative emotions or, or anything you're feeling, just keep pushing forward. Like as Dory from Finding Nemo would say, just keep swimming. Seriously. Just swimming. <laughs> hey, that's the greatest reference ever. That is the greatest reference ever. Yeah, with medical school, you feel like you're drowning too. So. Exactly. All the exactly. time. Just keep swimming, you know, you'll get some rough marks. Don't give up. Just keep pushing yourself. It's amazing what you can, what you realize that you're able to do without you even knowing beforehand. So uh, keep pushing, keep moving forward. And another piece of advice that I really wish someone would have told me, I kind of learned it as I, um, you know, progressed is don't feel, um, you know, discouraged or embarrassed to reach out. Whoever you can reach out, upperclassmen, classmates, it's such a beautiful thing to, know that other people are you know feeling or going through the same thing you are it makes it less you know terrible for you and a lot of people can give you advice but with that like take everything with a, a grain of salt because some people I mean everyone experiences things in a different way so it's good to get like different people's opinions and just you know know things or know what's going to happen or you know if you reach out to an upperclassman and ask them about like what advice you have for me to like study for this class or that class it's a really good thing but again always realize when you're getting advice is everyone goes through it in a different mindset and from a different background so someone's class that was terrible for them could be super easy for you or vice versa and that's kind of what happened to me in md3 people were telling me oh it's so way back and you're gonna enjoy it and it was like a stress ball for me but um yeah Keep swimming and reach out and never be, you know, too embarrassed to ask for help. Do you think MD2 or MD3 was worse? <sighs> MD2 was a lot of work, mm -hmm. but it wasn't hard for me. MD3 wasn't a lot of work, but it was so hard for me. I don't know why. I think I was not like, because I got that information where it's laid back and, you know, you barely have to study yeah. and it's easy. I think that kind of messed up my mind because like I was expecting that, but then after the first set of blocking sounds like, oh my God, what just happened? <laughs> um, yeah. It was just more difficult material for me. MD2 was just more, more material, like a lot of stuff, like biochem was just crazy material. Um, but an MD3 pathology and behavioral were the toughest for me because it was just a lot of new information that I didn't know. It's the story of my life. All my blocks first time are like, you know, I, it's just me trying to get used to it. You, and I think that's probably, you know, it's definitely okay if you're like, if you didn't do so well, like, you know, just keep adding to it, like you said, like doing better. But I'm a person that like starts off pretty weak and then have to finish strong. Yeah, I don't think you're the only one that does that. I feel like 
most people that I know and like at the first block of exams, like the test run to like see how the prof asks questions and how well, you know, like everyone, I feel like everyone does really terrible the first set of exams and then you progressively get better. Yeah. Cause you just sure. know what's coming or how it's gonna be asked or, you know, yeah. Exactly. Priyash, I do have a question for you since um, MD1 are starting in next week. What advice do you would you give to them? You know, honestly, I think I've learned one biggest thing so far. Like, I think I was so caught up in like, every day everybody's studying, right? It, you know, you got all these classes and, you know, like Iman said, you know, you, I would be a person, you know, that would ask people, okay, how are you studying this? Or how are you, you know, how are you learning this? Or what are you doing first? Or what are you doing last? You know, prioritizing. And I'm, I've always been a person to like, ask and then form my own ways of studying just to get like opinions because I don't naturally just follow somebody that does what they did but I've learned that like instead of like I think I was so busy trying to keep up with what everybody did I learned that what I study on my own time and how I study and what I study at what time is probably the biggest factor in like how you do great because like yeah you're 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 doing it the way you want to do it you're not like following this like so you know for an example like our first you know semester if you were studying histology I was like okay maybe I should start histology but I probably but I learned okay I need to do anatomy first and then get to histo later it's just you know you got to learn what needs to be done for you first you got to prioritize what you feel like needs like what that needs to be done for you Oh yeah, my God, exactly. Like what you just said was like gems. You like, that's absolutely correct. Cause I felt like that too. Like in first semester, you know, everyone would be like, oh my God, this, 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 but I'm, and, and when I tried to conform to that, I did worse. So always listen, like exactly what Parish said, like always listen to what you need. Like it's good to like ask what other people are doing just so you get an idea. But at the end of the day, don't do what other people are doing just to follow. Like the biggest example for me, and this might be a little bit controversial, especially in medical school is like Anki cards. I could not wrap my head, like everyone was doing Anki cards, Anki cards, Anki cards. And I tried it. I genuinely, genuinely wanted to do it because everyone was like talking amazing about it. And I could not do it. I thought oh that every time I sat down to do it, I was like, this is wasting my time. I'm not learning anything. And I thought like something was wrong with me. But then when I studied like my own way, I did so much better. So you just don't do something just because other people are doing it. Do what works for you and you will be amazing. Uh, oh my God, I, I agree with you. Anything. Nina tried so hard. We even like went to like a tutoring session. And then we just can't do it. Like, I don't understand how to use it. I can't. Yeah. But You're that doesn't mean me. you like that doesn't mean for everybody that, you know, don't do it. You know, make sure like definitely do like try, try it. it out. Yeah, yeah exactly. Try it. Especially in MD1, like try out all the opinions that you get because you never know what works for you. And then whatever you feel is like your jam stick with it and no matter what happens stick with it and also big sorry I lost one advice is that um 
there are so many resources out there. I'm sure you guys felt the same way too. Like there's a U world boards and way too many. And if you get them all, you're just going to drown and not accomplish anything. So from the beginning, like do each, each, um, like program usually offers like a little um, five day or one day trial, like Picnomic, Amboss, they all offer trials, Uh, do it. And whichever one is, again, your jam, stick to it and don't bounce from one resource to another because you're just going to end up being lost. Like that's exactly what I did Uh, before my finals for MD1. I did the USMLE RX trial, free trial, the AMBOSS free trial and the Picnomic free trial. And AMBOSS was something that I found like more organized, more, you know, my kind of information layout and I just stuck to that and everyone would be like bragging about USMLE RX and at some point so it was like oh my god you know did I mess up but at the end of the day they all have the same information it's just how it's laid out and just do Mm -hmm. like the one that you find your brain likes most or else you're going to be drowning in resources and it's a waste of time and money honestly so that's my advice too is don't go around like getting everything out there yeah Yeah. I wish I knew that before (laughs) I, I have like five subscriptions on everything it's like ridiculous now yeah and you only use the ones that you you know that are like the ones that you like right you don't use them all, yeah. all the time yeah um I think for one advice that I would personally give to MD1 is be true to yourself and don't compare yourself to your classmates that's that's where it was um like if some person someone gets like an A on an exam and you get a B and then like that discourages you don't let that discourage you because I was in that same boat and I would be like freaking out like oh my god they got a higher grade than I did you know so don't whoever is listening and you're starting MD1 don't let that discourage you do not compare yourself to your classmates Absolutely. Everyone's going through their own journey and everyone has such a different background. What I'm really good at, you know, Prayesh could be weekend, but what he's really good at, I can suck at. So it, it balances out at the end. And if you really want to become a doctor, you will become a doctor. You just got to compete with yourself. Nobody else. Correct. Yes. All right. Thank you, Amen, for coming on to our episode today. Prayesh, anything you want to say? No, that is it. Thank you for taking the time to come today and speak to us. Um, We wish you the very best in your fourth semester because you're almost there to the finish line. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm so happy to be on. I was, you know, I knew about this from its uh, conception when they first started it in MD1. And it's such a beautiful idea. And I'm so glad that I got to meet both of you from the beginning. You guys are going to be amazing doctors and most importantly, my amazing friends. Yes. We can't yes. wait to meet you in person. I know, mm-hmm. me too. I cannot wait. Yeah, just for the record, guys, we have not met each other at all. Like, she's really been through it all with us. Like, thank yes. you so much. We appreciate your time today. And every day throughout the semester, I promise you. (laughs) We're here for each other and we're here to keep pushing and encouraging each other. And for those of you who are listening, who are keeping tabs on our podcast episodes, we are sorry, so sorry for the delay. Um, The past few weeks we had finals and I, classes are now in person. So I moved to Anguilla Island. Um, So we're so sorry guys about the delay. So thank you for tuning into Absolute Medical today, guys. We appreciate you. And as always, make sure you like, 
subscribe, and share. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.